This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Uh, probably not a lot of chatter about the Hornets because the playoffs don't really involve the Hornets. Um, and Michael Jordan selling the team. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk a, lo- a lot about the fact that the Lakers are fairly close to setting up a dream playoff matchup in the first round. If the Lakers finish the season well, they could finish in the five spot, which means that we would have the Lakers and the Suns in the first round of the playoffs, which would be LeBron versus Kevin Durant. That would be a heck of a first-round matchup. A heck of a first-round matchup. Uh, also, Kyrie Irving. When the, I think the Dallas Mavericks are six, are they six and seventeen or seven and sixteen since Kyrie Irving was acquired in the trade from the Brooklyn Nets? I know there are people who said, "Well, you we could see that coming." Nah, you can't see that. You can't see the team being bad. You can certainly see the team not being great, but bad? Playing at a level below a playoff team? Heck no. And right now, the Mavericks probably have to win all three of their games. They're all winnable, by the way, because they're all at home, and they're not playing against any, you know, killers. Two playoff teams. Sacramento, that isn't going to be easy, but it's again, it's in Dallas. Chicago is at the bottom of the Eastern Conference playoff ladder. And then San Antonio, but all at home. But Dallas is probably going to have to win all three to make the playoffs because how much egg will be on their faces if they miss? So why don't we start there with Brendan Witted, H.U. Cosell on Twitter, Bison Express, Swarm and Sting Podcast. All right, sir. League pass layer, our NBA analyst. How is it possible that the Mavericks could miss the playoffs? They were inside. I think they were in the top six when they acquired Kyrie Irving to pair him with Luka Doncic and create the greatest one-two combination in the history of basketball professionally in Dallas. Um, how how can they miss the playoffs? Well, if your house is on fire, try not to build a deck onto it. Right? Like that, that's, you're not you're not addressing the issues, and like it's it's very easy because he's a lightning rod for people to look at the Kyrie Irving trade and be like, see, it's Kyrie again. He's not winning again. It's all the other stuff that comes with Kyrie. When in actuality, this was a management decision, uh, and I still hold to the claim that this was not a trade for this year, but for next year because both Luca and Kyrie need to learn how to play together. Two ball ball dominant guards. Right. It's gonna be tough. But they were bad defensively. Yeah. And they decided to trade away their best defensive player, <laughs> trade away their depth that yeah. made them a little bit more malleable uh, versus other teams. Like, if you take a look at the juxtaposition between what the Lakers did at the trade deadline and what the Mavs did, it is night and day. And you're seeing the results of it now. The Lakers say, you know what? We're not a good shooting team. We're going to get DeAndre Russell. We're going to add Malik Beasley. You know what? We don't have a lot of depth. We're going to add Vanderbilt, who's going to give us particularly more defensive uh, capabilities on on that end of the floor. Uh, We're going to just be able to build up uh, and and play 
more NBA ready guys on a regular basis. We're not having lineups where LeBron's playing the five and silly stuff like that. Obviously, AD getting healthy makes a difference, but like they addressed their needs and they got better. Dallas didn't, um, and and so you're starting you're you're seeing some of that. Uh, the other part is they play a really tough style. Like we saw how well they did last year, got off to, way to the Western Conference Finals. Right. But it's kind of like with the Atlanta Hawks. They got to the Eastern Conference Finals. with It was the Trey show. Uh, but it's hard to do that time and time again. You need other things around. And they, the Mavs have started to put Luka in the post. They started to move him around a little bit. But they're, they're going to have to do some real changes on that team, just the philosophy of it, if they want to get better and get back to a Western Conference Finals or something like that. Just, just real quick about your point that everybody wants to blame Kyrie. And I don't blame Kyrie. I think it's absolutely just coincidence that they have gone in the tank, and I think it is about the defense, uh, that they've gone in the tank since Kyrie got there. Uh, This is Bill Reeder on CBSSports.com. The Dallas Mavericks, uh, this Dallas Mavericks fans, is the Kyrie Irving experience. His arrival is not and was never going to be about his seductive scoring skill or the no-arguments-anywhere uber-talent he embodies in a league that runs on basketball greatness Basically, he says, all Kyrie can do is lose. And all I can think of is the shot he hit and the way he played when the Cavaliers beat the Warriors. This is, it's not the same argument, but to me, it's the lazy argument based on what we're seeing this year, not to mention he's not really to blame, when people say, Tony Bennett, guess March ain't for you. And meanwhile, right behind him is this championship trophy that yeah. he won in 2018. That counts too. So I don't know. People have people have made up their mind already about Kyrie. I mean, like he's he for some people he is completely irredeemable and unlikable, and he he plays a large role in that. And as such, it's it's it is the very easy thing to go to. Like, hey, he's the reason. But imagine adding a championship player, the only player on the, I think on that roster with a ring and thinking, you know what? He's got loser mentality. It's just insane. Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Taruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know? Yeah, Adam, it's not just if you gave the money to a planning team and they did good the first year. I mean, anyone could do good for one year, but it's a track record and it's a long-term accounts that are very important. We call that a financial fill-up strategy, Adam, and that gives you lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll put together for you, the listener, your very own total retirement plan if you call right now. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. All right, let's get to uh, – there's a, there's a lot of interesting things. By the way, can they win their last three? Sacramento, oh, Chicago, they, San Antonio they, at home? They, they, they certainly can. San Antonio, you can just move that one off the board. Right. Um, they still need help, though, because they yeah. lose the tiebreaker with Oklahoma City. OKC is at Utah and home against Memphis. OKC is really good, by the way. Their, their learning curve is a little bit steeper than folks gave it. Like, I don't know whether or not they're going to make the play in this year, but next year is for real. And they get Chet Holmgren. Uh, which is essentially a you know a, a lottery pick on top of essentially top of what they're going to add. Like they're they're going to be real. SGA is amazing. I think yeah. he's an All NBA guy. Tough year uh, to to make it, but I think he did. Um, I think the most interesting thing, yes, they can win out. To 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 answer your question, I think the most interesting thing is whether or not Kyrie resigns or not. 
Because if he doesn't, then all those asses they traded for him, ooh, buddy, that's the sort of thing to get you fired. <laughs> I mean, is Dallas going to max him out? That, yeah. Like that's, I mean, you have, you have to, you have to bring him back. And the thinking was that he was 100% going to sign because they were able to offer him the most years and the most money. But there's that thing about relying on like, Oh, everybody knows Kyrie's going to do this one thing. And then realizing Kyrie, I'm not even sure Kyrie ever knows what he's going to do nope. sometimes, which is, you know, what that's, that's part of the, that actually is part of the Kyrie show. Yeah. The, the, um, the unavailability. Is no. part of as uh, part of the Kyrie show. Um, we have great races, but let me uh, let me get your thoughts on the Lakers. I know you said they improved their team. I still I still do not buy them. But LeBron James uh, went to the LeBron James of foot specialists, and which I just assume is he just looked in the mirror and said, "Can I deal with the pain?" Because um, <laughs> that's really what I believe he did, and figured I'm just going to make a go of it. And let's see where it, where it ends uh, where it ends up. What chance do you give them of coming out of the West? Man, first off, that was a direct shot at Michael Jordan. Like you're never going to convince me anything <laughs> differently. Like okay. he's trying to he's trying to change the paradigm of like oh he's the Michael Jordan of X Y and Z. No, he's trying to now now LeBron's literally trying to change our language and in our vernacular. I Good. see what you're doing, LeBron. Good. Everything he's most of the stuff he does is a shot at MJ because who was his career high against? Those MJ on Bobcats. But anyway, that's the <laughs> um, I thought West everybody's team. career high was against the Knicks at Madison Square Garden. I thought I everybody. I MSG, man. Like, folks love lighting the Knicks up. By the way, I think they're the only team that has clinched their their who they're playing. Then the Cleveland uh, are going to be a first-round matchup. Should be fun. be fun. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be a fun one. Donovan um, Mitchell is going to score 43 yes. points a game. And rub it in New York's face. You chose R.J. Barrett over me? Are you Oh, he's definitely nuts? The thing that bothers me so much about Cleveland, because they're a top 10 on offensive and defensive efficiency, they don't have any bench help. So if they don't get great stuff from Mobley and great stuff from Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland, they're in real trouble. Like, if they just have a bad game or yeah. getting foul trouble or something like that, there's just not much there. Like, I... I don't know what the odds are. I'd have to look it up, but I'm, I'm, if, if obviously this is if Randall and Bruns are, he- are healthy, but like I really kind of, I think the Knicks might be able to pull that. Nah, like, forget I'm, it. It's the Knicks. Yeah, <laughs> Winning the series. Uh, all right. Uh, go back to the Lakers. That's really what yeah, I want. I'm sorry about it. I'm sorry. That was the side. That was it's the my side. fault. My fault. Um, can they, they come can, out they, of the West? Oh, they can definitely come out of the West. The West is as much about the Lakers as it is about the West this year. Like, I don't feel confident about anybody. The Nuggets have certainly have certainly distanced themselves as the best uh, ones in the Western Conference. But if you're going to tell me that we're going to get a rematch of that bubble uh, series where it was the Nuggets versus the Lakers, I mean, maybe, right? Because, again, it comes down to they might have the best one-two combo of it, in any series that they get into. Uh, especially on the Western Conference side. Like, you're going to tell me that you got healthy LeBron and healthy AD who has been on a tear recently. Yep. He's been phenomenal. You're going to sit up in there and tell me that in a seven-game series, you're going to take somebody else? Like, okay, I know you said earlier. Now, I had said when the trade went down, I was like, hey, they could come out of the West, and you audibly laughed at me. I right? still am. I still and, am. And, and, and you said yeah. that the, you take the Kings and all this other stuff. Okay. about the Kings? Although I do love DeMontis Sabotis. Um, oh, oh, absolutely. He's, oh, he's, been, he's, been, he's been great. They run that offense through him. Yep. The dribble handoff stuff that they do, particularly in transition, is phenomenal. 
But if you're going to give me healthy LeBron, healthy AD, and then put shooters give, around give them. Me, give me the real guy there, though. Give me the key. Austin Reeves. Oh, Austin. What, oh, yeah, yeah. What yeah, is 20, that? 26. 20. He's just a really good player. Like, he's a really good player that is playing alongside guys that give gravity. Right, they they're gonna. You're as a defense, you have to pick and choose. So if your third best yeah. player, Austin Reeves, well, Austin Reeves, your third best player is LeBron James. Austin Reeves is their best player. I'm I'm kidding, but like if people have not seen the Lakers play, you will be blown away when you. Who's that? You you will say who's that? And meanwhile, what do you have? Like 26 last night, yep. busting threes. He's got his own shoe. Yeah, he's he's really good, and he's and the best part is he's really efficient. Yeah, right. He's not a guy that takes a ton of shots to get those twenty six points. He can move the ball. He's a solid defender. Like he is like your perfect sort of. You can slide him in, mm-hmm. and it's and it's great. And then you add a guy like D'Angelo Russell, who will, on any given night can give you a thirty burger. Right, like they added enough guys with high enough ceilings that you that they put around. AD and Braun, and now all of a sudden, this isn't just the AD Braun show. Suddenly, it's a real team with real depth. Rui Hachimura had, I think, 18 last night or yeah. something like that. Like, he, this is the Lakers are a good team. If this team had, as constructed, had been together this entire season, you'd have a lot of different things that, like, this, they wouldn't be fighting for, no. for some, like, play in, play. Oh, like, where are they going to be? It'd be like, okay, they're the, they'd probably be like a third seed they or were, something. They were like two that. and 10. They were two and 10 at the, after uh, after 12 games. Um, before I ask you about MVP, because you only have about two minutes left here, uh, right now, given health, I'll take the Warriors anyway to come out of the West. Um, is, is Joel Embiid the MVP of the NBA? Uh, I think he might have won it this last week and a half. I thought it was kind last of a night, 52. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, he's, got, he's had, I think, five five games of 50-10 this year. Yeah. Um, it's been insane. Now, if you're going to tell me who actually is the most valuable, I might go with Giannis or something like that. But you tell, Giannis is the or, best player. Yeah, like, yes. If, if we, You know, because there's a semantic argument that we get into every year about the MVP. Jokic, obviously, has been great. His shooting splits, uh, the on-off stuff with him, you can tell his, his value to yeah. that team. They're number one in the West. Uh, like, you averaging right at a triple-double. Like, there's... Almost every metric and statistic that you're going to throw out there, Jokic is is leading in. Uh, I think partly that's due that we don't do a great job of measuring defense. It's just a really noisy. It's always going to be a noisy stat. But I, I think Joel will end up winning. That turned into Joel and Jokic turned into, I mean, Angela Reese, uh, Angel Reese, and and uh, <laughs> and Caitlin Clark. Right. But like. But but they've been going at it all year long, and it's been great. I we I hate that Embiid had to miss the game versus uh, versus Jokic, but like I I think I think he's won it in terms of who's going to pull the most votes. I think he's won it this last week and change or so. Both guys have pretty good personalities. I love. I can listen mm-hmm. to I I can listen to Joel Embiid all the time. Uh, all right, uh, we'll talk uh, we'll talk during the playoffs, Brendan. I love it. You the man. Uh, Bison Express, Swarm and Sting. Maybe when the playoffs start, we'll talk about uh, where the Hornets go from here since they won't be in the playoffs. We'll have plenty of time. Uh, thanks, man. Appreciate your time. Yeah. At Brendan, uh, at H.U. Cosell on Twitter. I'd, I'd love for the uh, for the Hornets to be better. I just don't see that. Uh, I don't see that happening. 
So when I was looking to transfer, it was um, a lot of one-on-one -on -one, and it didn't feel like I got lost in a huge university because I knew that if I came here, there was going to be someone I could talk to about every aspect of the courses I needed to take, but also too, I loved the smaller classroom sizes and I liked how interactive and immersive all of the learning was going to be. It wasn't just going to be me sitting in a room with a couple hundred people and a professor who didn't know my name. To find out more about transferring to William Peace University, visit peace.edu.